So welcome to another episode of Jay and Ross Talk Shit. I'm Ross. I'm Jay. And uh, this week uh, we, we've got just three topics, but I think they're ones that we can talk about a little bit. Mm-hmm. There's, there's, there's some stuff to talk about. Sure. Uh, most important <laughs> of, of, of all. The most is, socially. Uh, yeah, like, significant yeah, yeah. is uh, the Entourage movie, <laughs> <laughs> which you saw. Yes, I, I did. have not seen the Entourage movie. Yes, I did. I did. Uh, technically, <laughs> my money did not go to Entourage. Okay. I just want you to. Uh, yeah. So I did not help the box office. Okay, you saw uh, for free. N- kind of. <laughs> oh, did you? Uh, it, did you do your double feature? Kind of, no, no, I did not do that this okay. time. You still haven't seen Mad Max? I did not. So so let's just get this make this clear. Jason yeah. saw Entourage on day one and <laughs> has yeah. not seen Mad Max. I didn't feel right. like watching Mad Max at the time. Uh, All right. I was kind of like, I needed to laugh. It was one of those days. I needed some, <laughs> I needed some ha-has. So you, and you it, went to Entourage, the comedy without jokes. <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> but hey, the first four seasons were the shit of that show. I, you know... I I don't. It seems like people are split into like two camps on Entourage mm-hmm. now. Either it's the worst thing ever and it always has been, yeah. or it's it, it you know it's great for what it was and it's much smarter than people give it credit for. The first four seasons are really good. I, I like we talked a little. Like I think season two's uh, really pretty solid. Like yeah. I like that season. And I think parts of three early on, especially the way they wrap up the Aquaman arc, was mm-hmm. good. And, yeah. and, like, season one had, like, elements of satire that were pretty funny occasionally. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, and I'll even give you some of season four here and there. Mm-hmm. But it, you know, a lot of people compare Entourage to Sex and the City as, like, a male version of that. And it's, I don't think that's a totally untrue <laughs> accusation. Especially with the way both shows had, like, an initial idea and, like, a reason why they were popular beyond just lifestyle porn. Fair <laughs> and enough. then by the end, it was lifestyle porn. Like, yeah. like Entourage really did just ultimately become like, yeah, bros hanging out in the city. It's awesome. This right. what, don't you want this for your life? And, <laughs> which, I mean, I know, like, like that's par- part of that show is, like, wish fulfillment stuff. Sure. And, I mean, I remember talking to you while it was still on. You're like, that's my show. That's what I want. Yeah, the, four, <laughs> the, four se- yeah, the first four seasons are the shit. <laughs> I love the first, like with Billy and like and, uh, and yeah and Billy is a good character <laughs> that like fucking red. There are a lot of and Ari and, the, with Ari all the therapy sessions. Yeah. The therapy sessions are fucking hilarious. I I agree. Like yeah. I I think there are definitely things that were good about the show, but then like the central characters were never that interesting. <laughs> and like they never gave a reason for it for why like Vincent Chase is a big deal. <laughs> like there's a reason why, you know, uh What's his name? He's pretty. Uh, yeah, but like in real life, that guy doesn't do anything because you know he's not that. <laughs> there's not that much to him, I guess. Right? Yeah, maybe. probably not. But uh, yeah, like uh, and and also it's just like such a low stakes show. A lot of people yeah. looked at it's just like oh, guys just go around banging a bunch of hot chicks and then nothing <laughs> bad happens to them. Which yeah. especially as the show went on, it was pretty much the show. Right. So I get that. Sometimes and, though. I don't know. Sometimes it's like if you try to do too much, then yeah. it gets even really even bad. Like True Blood, I think did that as uh, well. It, well, yeah, I, I stopped watching True Blood after uh, watched, Alan Ball left. I stopped uh, after season three. I really only liked like I I thought the first two were pretty good. Yeah, and three was pretty bad, and then like they just got worse. Yeah, I 
uh, when they went to the Fairyland and oh and, god, and yeah, that, that's was, where really was lost her grandpa. Me. That was the last episode I watched. Oh, okay, and then like because Brett watched my old roommate. I think watched, you watched past one. I he, did. Yeah, Brett watched the whole thing. Yeah, every episode. Even though he hated it. <laughs> <laughs> you get like that Stockholm syndrome with yeah. bad shows where you're like, I gotta finish it. I started, I can't just like let and it so go. And so I kind of like dropped in an episode here, dropped in an episode there because it was on TV and yeah. I didn't feel like moving. Yeah. So like, and I was like, this is just, wow, this is garbage. Because like, I think that that show like tried to be more than it was. Oh, really? Yeah. I, I, well, because like Bill, spoiler yeah. alert, if nobody's seen it, Bill gets like vampire AIDS, and that's how he dies. Yeah, at I've the heard end of the that. show, <laughs> like, and and so yes, like the yeah. whole show from the beginning, like they would play with like the gay people as vampires allegory, like they yeah. even have in the credits with like the right God the, hates God, fangs. right yeah. stuff like that, and but that was always a terrible metaphor because gay people don't murder people. <laughs> like, <laughs> To be fair, within the universe of True Blood, most of the vampires are awful. <laughs> like, most of them actually kill people and drink their blood. So, like, it's funny to, you know, have, like, like a gay uh, TV uh, showrunner going, like, yes, this is, like, a gay empowerment show. And then have, like, the thing everybody's afraid of, like, there's a, have a reason to be afraid of it. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, True Blood really went off. Like, yeah. even before Alan Ball left, like, the last one I saw was the one where Bill, like, died and came back as the whatever else. As God or whatever. Basically, yeah. yeah. Like, vampire God. Yeah. That, yeah, that was, was stupid. Yeah. Oh, but, oh, off Anyway, topic. going off back topic. to Entourage. So, how was, how was the movie of Entourage? <laughs> it was the most generic thing I think I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. There was problems, and then they just magically went away. So, and maybe you can clear <laughs> this up for me, because, I, like, like, there's been a lot of mix... Or, like, a lot of bad criticism of it, it or or ones where, you know, they just, like, shit on the idea of it as just, like, a bunch of rich people with no stakes. But then, like, I read certain things on that where it's like, yeah, this movie has no fucking stakes at all. No. Like, uh... You, it, think, you think it's about to happen and then they just kind of poof. Well, that's... It's like Entourage's, like, the season where they were stuck somewhere and then Kanye West or someone just shows up out of nowhere and is like, hey, want to ride on my jet? Right, right. <laughs> like that's, that's Entourage problems and right. resolution. And, he, like, here, it... So, correct me if I'm wrong, but the plot of the movie is that Vince wants to direct his own movie despite never wanting to really direct in the past. He does direct the Right, movie. he directs yeah. a movie, yeah. which... Ari gives a hundred million dollars, and the problem is they need more than a hundred million dollars, but they don't want to take it from Turtle, who's a billionaire. Uh, yeah, no, um, they don't ever determine how much he made, but okay. yeah, for some reason they don't take I, it from Turtle. I heard there's like one line where they're like, "Hey," or Turtle's like, "Hey, I'll give you the money," and they're like, yeah. "No, we don't want to do that to you." Yeah, it's like, well, Most fuck, definitely. man, he, you only need a couple million, right? Yeah, and, he, he needs like fifteen. <laughs> yeah, and I, I, Turtle doesn't give him the full fifteen, but he gives him like half. Oh, uh, okay. So which then they're <laughs> halfway there, but like. So they take half the stakes, at least? Yeah. At least from there, and he's just like, no, I can't do that. Like, I get I get that. Like, movies don't need, like, the biggest stakes in the world to make them important or interesting, but, like, come on. Right. Like, that's that's one where the it's not even like, uh, oh, well, I can't do my movie. It's, oh, I can't do the movie exactly how I want unless my friend loans me money. Right. <laughs> like, 
<laughs> it's ridiculous. And uh, and uh, and just how the movie almost gets derailed is just like really. Like yeah. really. Well, is it with Haley Joel Osment's character and yeah. all that shit? Yeah, I've heard about that too, where he's just he it, like there's a really good review on Film Drunk or on Uproxx's site, uh Vince Mancini did about it. And he's like, Yeah, that and Haley Joel Osment's character, like, he just he, you know, objectifies women in it the exact same way everyone else does, mm-hmm. except he's ugly. So yeah. it's wrong. <laughs> 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 and uh, oh yeah, and that, and he's kind of a bitch about it. Uh huh. So, right. So that's what that okay. makes him the villain. Yeah. Is that he's a that he's a bitch that yeah. somebody doesn't want to have sex with him. Right. And that's the whole. That's the. I mean, spoiler alert. Sorry if I'm ruining it. I don't think. Okay. I don't care. Okay, you don't <laughs> I'll care. I'll put up a spoiler okay. warning in the I was I was kind of, like, the second I said that, I was like, oh, shit, Ross hasn't seen it. That was the only thing I was going to I'm not going to pay to see it. Most, most definitely, well, I didn't pay Right, for right. It. You found a way. I found a way in. Okay. <laughs> but, uh, On day one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm a morally bankrupt individual, guys. But, uh, <laughs> and, and so, um... Pretty much, there's a hot model that Haley Joel Osment is in love with. Emily Radzikowski yes. from the Blurred Line video. Yes, <laughs> and he's trying to sleep with her. He puts the whole day in. Uh-huh. He puts all this work in, a full six hours. And then she doesn't. And she doesn't. She because he's a she, creep. She respectfully hangs out with him and then says, Hey, mm. I don't want to have sex with you. He stays outside her house. Very, very uh, Mark David Chapman style. Uh-huh. And, uh, and and then Vince sneaks in in the middle of the night, and he's all butthurt about it. <laughs> that's And that's how he all... And that's why he almost derails the entire movie. <laughs> and then Ari just goes and pretty much tells Wait, him that. so Vince is upset about all that? No, no. Oh, Haley okay. Joe Oh, Osmond. yeah, yeah. Haley Joe Osmond right. is pissed off that Vince... Uh-huh. So he tries to write Vince out of the movie, even though he's the main character, uh-huh. and like shit like that, and like so that's why he wants drama out of the movie. Okay, yeah, I have heard that. That's the primary dilemma is whether drama ends up in it. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's, it's pretty stupid. Yeah, <laughs> and then Ari just goes and then just t- tattletales on him. That's how the movie ends. <laughs> Wow! Yeah, because uh, like, like, I was, I was, gonna I was super stoked because like Ari's super pissed, uh-huh. and like and like the whole movie, he's like trying to like be calm so his wife won't leave him because that was the rule. I was like, mm. no, that was the best parts are when he gets all mad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, those are the best parts. Yeah. So like, that, I put a status. I was like, yes, Ari's gonna go off. Yeah. And then nobody, and then yeah, he doesn't that go off. Like Ari Gold is a boss, or so, or he doesn't, doesn't take get, shit. Doesn't take shit. Yeah. Because he's like super, like just like a vein popping out of his head. Like he's like, <laughs> you think fucking he's gonna kill somebody? And then nothing. Aw. And then nothing. Yeah, I saw that. I was like, all right, this will make it for a fun topic because Jason can try to convince me to see the Entourage movie. But yeah, just no, I can't. I can't. Uh, I can't uh, put my good graces and recommend this film. Yeah. It sounds a lot like, again, like Sex and City, where, like, there were reasons why early on it was sort of groundbreaking because it was presenting women in a different way than other shows were and having them actually be the voice of it and uncensored. And, like, Entourage was, you know, it started out as the idea of people being fish out of water in L.A. and, like, slowly coming to fame and, like, the excitement of that. 
And then it just became a show about like really, really rich people in Hollywood and how awesome that is. While Sex and City became uh, being a rich woman with like a great job with, with, yeah, who can buy all the cool clothes she wants to. And like both the movies or like all those movies are the same type of thing, like Sex and City and Entourage, where it's just about like, you know, really, really rich people problems that aren't even that big of problems to like most people or right. nobody can really relate, but it's lifestyle porn. So it, right. <laughs> people will see it. Yeah. But, um, uh, lots of, lots of nice boobs in it. Um, so. <laughs> I've heard that too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, two boners up, two boners, <laughs> like, other than that, two thumbs down, two boners two, yeah, up. Two thumbs down, two boners up. Different thumbs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I have, I don't know. Uh, I don't have any interest in it. Otherwise I, I was reading interviews from the people behind it too, where, or like Doug Ellen and and like the stars where they just sound like the biggest douchebags in the world. Yeah, <laughs> like, and yeah, it was. And I wish I just I was hoping that they would do it more and like wrap it up a little bit better. Mm-hmm. They didn't. No, no I didn't, didn't think so. And, and they like get rid of Vince's marriage, right? They're just like, yeah, nah, it didn't happen. Or he yeah, got no, divorced uh, two weeks later. It's yeah, okay. Yeah, it's one of those Hollywood. Wed- they were kind of making fun of like yeah. Britney Spears' wedding and shit. Uh, okay, and uh. Yeah, but yeah, I was reading these interviews where they're like Doug Ellen was the one who because Twitter is making fun of this movie just like mercilessly, (laughs) no, like without having seen it or anything. But he said something like, "Oh well, you know, real people relate to and like this movie though." He's like, "The Twitter people are bitter. Those aren't real people. Real people get it." Like I was talking to LeBron James the other day, and he said, "Yeah, I recognize drama and turtle and stuff." It's like, wait. (laughs) <laughs> hold on for one second. So your idea of real people is LeBron James. <laughs> like how out of touch do you have to be? No, it's not, it's not even out of touch. He just tried to sugarcoat what he really wants to say, which is people that guys. are better than you, <laughs> like better people. Yeah. Like, that's yeah. regular like, people. Real people just sounds better than non piece of shit. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Because he still needs people to see this fucking thing. (laughs) Yeah. He, uh... uh, What else did I read on that? There was some talk about, like, how all the women are, like, supermodels in it and how, like, kind of fucked up that is, just in terms of male fantasy stuff. But then, like, uh... Or their comparison on that was really silly, where they're like, well, it's Hollywood. Just everybody looks like that in Hollywood. (laughs) It's like, well, no, that's not totally true. (laughs) There's good people, good looking people around, but there's a lot of other people. And I I get that you're only seeing like a slice of that. But like the movie never like comments on that kind of shit either. What do you mean? Or I mean, the show doesn't really get into like this. Like it it pretends to be a satire on it, but it's not really satirizing much of anything. Like it's more of a representation of like superficial culture than it is like. Maybe the earlier seasons satirized it a bit more. Yeah. But not not really as it went on. Yeah. Well, I mean, and I, I don't see where, because, like, like, most of the places they're at are, like, big parties. Right. And, and places right. like that. Like, yeah, of course there's not going to be non-supermodels there. <laughs> I, I, like, I they, open, they open this, like, fucking movie on, like, this giant yacht. Yeah. And I, I get that. And yeah. I get where it's like, okay, at what point are you criticizing a movie? And at what part are you criticizing the culture that the movie is portraying accurately or not? <laughs> like, in this right. case, accurately. But, it, but yeah, it's, it's like, okay. Like, that's not your thing. (laughs) Like, that's kind of fucked up, I guess, in general, but, you know, that's how things exist. (laughs) Like. Yeah. 
So yeah, I was hoping for some ha ha's, but I got no ha ha's. They're just yeah. Yeah, I didn't want to see Mad Max because I was kind of like already bummed out and like. So I'd <laughs> That's just why like, you needed Mad Max. No, I'd have just been like, yeah, the apocalypse is happening. Great, let's get it, let's get it fucking into hyperdrive. <laughs> fucking God is dead and we're alone. Let's oh. fucking go. <laughs> that's that's where Mad Max starts. <laughs> it's already. See, happened. I was already there. Yeah, I didn't so, want to pay six dollars. For, for that. Yeah, you're just bummed, huh? <laughs> I was already there. I, I just love that you had expectations for the Entourage movie. <laughs> That's fair. It's nice. I was just hoping, I, I didn't give a shit. I was just hoping for Ari to just go off, like, the whole time. Yeah. That was it. That's all I wanted. Yeah. And I didn't get what I wanted. <laughs> didn't even do that right. Yeah. I mean, in all fairness. I assume Billy's not in the movie. No, he's in it for, like, the first, like, the first like 10 minutes okay and he's like he doesn't do anything yeah so uh so they missed maybe what the appeal of the show was <laughs> well bill like it's even, like the even, appeal of the show even was though, really yeah but even like billy was like he kind of became like this like guru for healthy living and like oh yeah peace and shit and that's like, right after he yeah after he was the suicidal yeah. drug addict mess of a See, director guy i missed that on. guy yeah <laughs> Yeah, Billy, sort your shit. Billy, Billy, yeah, right? <laughs> Billy's locked in the bathroom with a fucking 9mm to his yeah. head. Like, he'll like, I'm fucked as all Vince. Yeah. <laughs> like, I die laughing it's every a, time he's watching that shit. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I don't know if there's much else to say on that. No. I haven't seen it. So, you know, no, everything don't. is, it sounds like it's exactly the movie that I, it It's an hour and a half episode. Yeah. I mean, yeah. they even have the opening credits that are like... <laughs> The, the song and like I mean granted it's different shots <laughs> but, they reshot the opening for yeah, the movie I know what but, effort but the same song and yeah. like it was just different things in LA like they shot Amoeba instead of the arc light <laughs> so they moved 10 yeah. feet yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, so. but they had to do it again after like 10 years so <laughs> yeah it's difficult so <laughs> but yeah so should we move on? To, sure. Uh, now you want you want to talk about the Caitlyn Jenner. You want to talk about that, or you want to talk about oh uh, this yeah? Let's let's save that for later. Let's okay. let's roll into since we we're talking a little bit about I don't know like the difference between like criticizing something like Entourage for being an actual or like for being a shitty movie and criticizing or just like not engaging really with that idea at all. Like there's I, I don't know. I guess not. <laughs> I, I thought of. that there was kind of a segue here, and then I'm like, eh, not really. Yeah, kind of. Uh, I but see no. where you're going with that. It's like it's a criticism that makes sense, right? Like, like actually conversing about why something's yeah. bad, rather than just like being offended by it outright. Yeah, that or just or just making sense of your criticism. Like right. people are like, fucking entourage was nothing but beautiful people. So yeah, what were you expecting? Like yeah, the elephant man to just pop out of the yeah. door? like like fucking yeah. <laughs> like, Vince playing the hunchback in Notre Dame for some reason. Just, he's got like a fucking hunchback and zits all over his face. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah, fuck and I think that's about? fair. I haven't seen the movie and I don't know how much of it takes place on yachts and parties versus yeah. just like everyday life in LA. Yeah. But I don't and know. This is going like this is going back to like and then just where people are just weirdly offended. Mm-hmm. Like like for like the Wolf of Wall Street. Uh, yeah. Like that whole situation kind of fucking that uh, I would say that's quite a bit different than something like Entourage. Well, no, no. What yeah. I'm saying about like going into our next segment that will okay. segue into this, yeah, is a uh, Wolf of Wall Street when that movie came out, like they were criticizing, like glorifying, right, uh, this lifestyle, and it was like 
I don't know. Nah, I don't really think so. I don't so. think it was at all. I think it was, I mean, I think it was more of a statement, a kind of an underlying statement of how fucked up this shit is. Yeah. He's presenting it as is because anybody's moral compass is going to go, okay, well, this is wrong. Right. <laughs> like, this isn't okay that this and system like, is in place. And, like, but that's the thing. That's the truth. That's what happened. I mean, that guy, he owes yeah. $200 million or something that he'll never pay back. Right. And then he did, like, six months in some pud jail with, like, a fucking spa. Yeah. And, like, so... Like, yeah, when people say, like, he wasn't punished enough, it's like, well, he wasn't punished enough in real life. That's the problem. Yeah. <laughs> he wasn't punished at all. And now he's giving financial advice yeah. to fucking assholes. And he's making money off of it. <laughs> so, yeah. So, anyway, so, what our second article was, or our second topic... Boom. ...is this uh, article on Vox. Uh, I'll, I'm going to put a link with our podcast so people can actually check it out if they want. But it's about a professor talking about how in the last few years, the way that you engage with or try to engage with students has changed significantly, uh, largely because of the way that, like, you always are expected to be especially sensitive (coughs) to people's own personal feelings and experiences rather than engaging in things. So, So, like, talking about things like Mark Twain, certain quotes on there he can't do anymore because if somebody is personally offended by it, he has to stop talking about it and he has to apologize for it. Yeah. And like, apparently this is a common thing now. And like, it makes sense. The more you hear about things like people getting upset with professors for not like giving trigger warnings on material where if there's, you know, uncomfortable material or there's like, you know, it, if like sexual violence is a topic of a work, mm-hmm. like if you don't give someone a trigger warning on that and then that, makes them uncomfortable then you're like bad on that when which i uh, totally understand in like a context like public school or something where everybody has to go through that and it's part of your upbringing sure i get that but when it comes to higher education or where you're actually going to college and the point is to engage with different ideas or things that might you might not be comfortable with Mm -hmm. or like think about other perspectives and and it, it, it just seems really backwards to censor that rather than have a discussion about it. Sure. And, or, like, if, if that is unnecessary in a work, then it should be a, something that you criticize and just actually talk about rather than saying, okay, we're not doing this outright. Right. Or threatening, like, threatening professors with their jobs if yeah. they cover material that people find uncomfortable. Right. Which, and I mean, Grant, I mean, how, how would you even plan a curriculum around that? Because, like, what offends me is next to nothing. Right. But you have to think of like the most sensitive person, person and ever. and like, you know, any potential experiences that people might have had that would make them uncomfortable with certain works and like okay. almost everything can Oh yeah, but that's somebody's personal life. How do you know the fuck are you supposed to know that? Exactly. And I mean that's a thing. Like you have to like if you're planning a curriculum around that, you have to consider every possible experience someone's right. been through and anything that might upset them. Somebody in might a have stepped in shit. Way. Somebody might have stepped in shit. <laughs> but but yeah, like I, I get where you, you don't wanna be like just emotionally or you don't you don't want to like have no empathy for people but i think in terms of curriculums like especially higher education it's ridiculous to try to or to like punish teachers for approaching materials that are challenging when you're supposed to be challenging yourself in higher education right supposed to get a point of view of what goes on in the world right Uh, which uh what i was a little confused about like his it seemed like the person that complained about it uh-huh. was kind of upset 
that he didn't say that black people were the reason they the economy crashed or whatever? No, I don't think so. Was, I, I, it's there's a difference between like discussing opinions right or wrong we, and like endorsing them. Because because that's what I know. That's what the guy like. Because like they said like because like a Freddie and uh, oh. Um, and he goes, he goes, no. No, he, the guy who was writing it was not endorsing that. He was saying that somebody else came to him uh, uh, after a video he had shown as an animation showing how Wall Street recklessness yeah. uh, destroyed the economy. Someone else said, well, what about, like, Fannie and Freddie? And the quote is, you know, government kept giving homes to black people to help out black people. White yeah. people didn't get anything. That's not what the professor was saying. That's oh, what no, the no, student I, said. I know, I know. But, like, the email that the student complained. Right, right. I, it's, it, I, maybe, I, maybe I read that wrong, but it seemed like the kid that emailed was complaining that, like... He, yeah, the kid complained that the professor said his argument was poorly supported and dishonest. Yeah. And so the kid's like, well, you saying that... Is because you're like a communist, basically. Yeah. But but that was from like 2009, and the guy's saying like that didn't mean anything then. Like yeah. even six years ago, if somebody's did like a meaningless complaint, then it's like, oh, well, who cares? Like obviously you're challenging that, and they could support their argument. And it's all about discussion and debate and sure, ra- you know, rationale. Yeah. And now that the exact same type of thing would be like, hey man, maybe you shouldn't discuss things that might go against people's political backgrounds because mm-hmm. then it might make... But that's not even a political background. No. That's just a racist statement. It, it's racist, but it's also political because it's arguing that uh, the government is responsible for all that by helping out the But no, I'm, ta- I'm talking about his argument. Yeah. yeah. His argument's not even remotely political. No, it is. it is. It's racist, but it's also about politics because it is it is about a social I, system. Uh, like, it, again... It, Politics can be racist. <laughs> That's fair, <laughs> but it, but like I get where I get where he's coming from, but he's totally wrong. Like he's and he's it's just all about like not it, it's about classifying somebody as something mm. like a label rather than like discussing the argument. Like in his case, you should be able to look at that and, and like research it, and, or like the student's case, you should be able to research it and go like, oh, actually, that wasn't really that much of a factor. <laughs> but then you'd but, have to read Ross, and- but, right? Most pla- most places don't have it's, pictures. It's easier to go like, well, you're probably just a communist if you don't think what I think, and like that's that's the problem with a lot of things. And I mean, it goes on both sides of the aisle, where it's like really easy to just like look at somebody's mm-hmm. argument instead of engaging with it and like considering it and fighting back against it. It just going like, well, that person is a so and so, and labeling them, yeah. and, and just like diminishing everything they do yeah. based on that, and it's it's weak. <laughs> yeah, but but yeah, like this this kind of thing really bothers me just because like to me, it's like higher education and and just like critical engagement with ideas and different opinions is like crucial to to a society and to community and to you know understanding the world and like we're getting to the point where everybody just wants to shut everyone else out rather than like talk about stuff mm-hmm. and yeah, I don't know. That's that's why I had a, I read this and I was like, damn it, that that's exactly what I'm worried about. Mm-hmm. Whenever there are arguments online or something where it's like you have to have this opinion or you're wrong or like, or even something like what we're the uh, Caitlyn Jenner thing we'll talk about in a bit. It nobody's like conversing about it. Everybody's just stating one slant of what they think on it and yeah. then just like yelling at people like any everybody else is wrong for whatever else. Right. Like it's stupid, but yeah. 
No, it is, it is the craziest thing I think I've ever seen. <laughs> so should we go on to that? Sure. So go ahead. Like, what what do you want to talk about on it? It was it's fucking just weird. Like people, what part? It's just the whole thing. Yeah. And like I think because I think it's all publicity and like to get oh, I, them to stay in the public eye. I don't think so at all. Really, you don't no. think so? No. Dude, they've been somebody, they've been setting this up for like ever though. Somebody you, doesn't go through like doesn't identify as transgender and like to have a, he had a sex change too right probably yeah I don't know. It, you don't you don't have a sex change for fucking ratings this somebody is, doesn't this change is the their kardashians though but he's not every so this is the fucking problem with this everybody like goes off on like oh well he's just a fame horror kardashian he's not that's not who he is like he's on that show he's a part of it because he's married to one of them or was he's not anymore and it, but he's he's like an Olympic gold medal winning athlete who is like a world record holder for four years. He's had he's like there have been hints and rumors about that and his sexual identity for way longer than all this mm-hmm. since long before the Kardashians. Uh, and like like I think it's incredibly cynical to look at somebody going through like that big a change and then just shut them down and say like oh you're just doing this for fame like it's really belittling and it's really like that's got to be an incredibly difficult thing to go through and i don't know i think it's it's weak to, or it's like so why does why does he do it when the show's about to be canceled then so that has nothing i don't think that has anything to do with it i okay. think i think it's partially because transgender Equality is something that's coming out a lot more recently, okay. and it, it's getting to the point where people can do that. And it's also getting to the point where if somebody who's in the public, uh, or uh, who the the public actually knows about when they do it, it's actually a big deal and makes it a slightly more normal thing than it was before. So if you are a transgender person, you felt like you're in the closet. A, it's easier to come out, and B, like if you are the person doing that, then it really helps. Like. There are a lot. I think there are a lot of people who have been living in the closet on that who are uncomfortable, who will be more comfortable in their own skin and more likely to do it because of this. Okay. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, I don't. I don't know. I, I, uh, I understand where the cynicism comes on that because the Kardashians, like, Dude, they would suck. sell their soul and eat babies. <laughs> but I don't. I don't think of him as a Kardashian in that way. He was married to someone, and he, they were married before the show, weren't they? I don't know. I, mean, I don't know. Probably. <laughs> uh, like I don't. I don't think it's a fame whore thing at all. Okay. And yeah. <laughs> but I, I think it is. Yeah. I do. Why? What? What tells you that? Like, dude, the Kardashians would fucking sell their souls, but but do like ever to keep in the public eye. It's That's just, just such a are. such a cynical. Uh, like you have no real reason to believe that uh, this person hasn't been going through this his whole life. <laughs> that he hasn't identified as a woman and been confused on that his whole life. Like, to just assume the worst of someone in a really vulnerable situation, I think, is really tough. <laughs> okay, fair yeah. enough. All right. <laughs> but, like, I mean, I'm just going based on who, like, who they present themselves to be and the characters that they... Have you ever... I've never watched an episode of Kardashians. Have you? What What do you think of these no. people, Ross? No. I've, uh, I've watched, like freaking like 15 minutes of one right but that that means like neither of us have anything to go off of of his character and that's a reality show and like i think i think it's yeah like you gotta give someone the benefit of the doubt going through something that momentous in their life 
and not just go, oh, well, he wants ratings for a show that he may not even have anything to do with now. I'm saying <laughs> to stay in the public eye. Uh, but why? Like, he has... They're like, addicted to it, man. I don't know. I, I think that's they, making a ton of assumptions. That, fair enough. Yeah. But you're making but then you're making assumptions about being on the optimistic side of everything, right? Yeah, because, like, it's, it seems... Going through that kind of transition and in the public eye like that is a way, way harder thing, I think, than you... I don't know. Than you, you might think it is, I guess. Like, I can't imagine going through something like that and, like, it's really hard. <laughs> but, but I mean, because, like, all of them have transformed their body physically. Plastic. <laughs> but that's not the same thing. You, they're not changing the way the entire world sees them. Getting boob implants and stuff is not equatable to going through a sex change operation. Fair enough. <laughs> but, I don't know. So we're on a completely different that's side fair. to that one. Yeah. I mean, it's all plastic surgery. But it's it's way way different. <laughs> like it's not even about surgery. It's about being identified as a woman. Like it, his you know becoming physically like that was obviously the big step in coming out for him or her now. But uh, yeah, I I don't think that <laughs> I don't I don't think they're remotely similar. Okay. <laughs> but yeah. So, I don't know, uh, like, all the other stuff I saw on that was things like, uh, I don't know, that, that, um, I, I don't even remember what it was, some award that they gave or for... Oh, maybe, the ESPY. Yeah. Oh, the ESPY, yeah. Uh, the ESPY for, like, courage or something. Right. Um, and then people being like, well, this guy was a veteran, uh, and he should have gotten it for losing his arm and still doing that. Um, and, like, to me, it's just, like, such a crazy thing that those are even, cons- like, comparable ideas that you would even, like... Either way, like, like, it's just a weird thing to be like, like, courage is such a, such a flexible idea, I guess, <laughs> that you can be courageous about so many different things mm-hmm. that aren't really similar or similar or comparable in any right. way. Fair enough. But yeah, like, you'd see people like that who are like, you know, kind of turn around like, how dare uh, Caitlyn Jenner, you know, take this award from this person? And it's like, well, it only became about that after you, like, single out one person who right. didn't get it. Like, it seems to me more like they just supported someone who went through something difficult, but I also think all awards are kind of bullshit, so... That's right. <laughs> you know? But, yeah, that's that's what I had on that, I guess. Okay. <laughs> well, yeah, I think that was it for this week. Sure. All right. Well, uh, I guess we'll catch you next week on whatever. <laughs>